Me. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for being here. We are, have got a big day on the show. Of course, we lead with the economy, the CPI, the Consumer Price Index out, inflation up. Um, it is uh, obviously something that's going to affect every single one of us. Gas prices have dropped dramatically. I think it's like 91 days in a row we've seen gas prices fall. That's a very good thing. That's a, the bright spot of what we're seeing. That and employment, where their people are still remaining employed. There are a lot of jobs out there. That's a good sign. Other than that, uh, we know that the only thing that is outpacing uh, your your pay is your is inflation. That's where the problem lies. Um, I want you to hear just a couple of things about this as we talk about it. The uh, CPI, this is Jim Ryan over at ABC talking about the Consumer Price Index and where we're at. The prices you and I pay for just about everything rose another tenth of 1% last month. They're up 8.3% from last August to this. That slowing rate of increase gives consumers a bit of a break. But is it enough to convince the Fed to leave interest rates alone? Analysts say probably not because the core inflation rate, the one that strips out food and gas prices, was markedly higher last month. So this is where the trouble that America is in when it comes to the prices. We are seeing families hurting. There has been so much wealth that has been reduced. And and I don't know if you'll find this as funny as I did. I, we talked about it when I was I, in the kind of the crossover before I came on when I talked with Sharp every morning. Um, I laughed about it because it is such an indicator. I, I've said for a long time there are a couple of consistent things about the administration, this administration, that I believe to be true. One of them is that everything they do flows through the view of climate change. I think climate change is the number one issue for this administration. And every every decision they make flows from that idea that climate change is the number one issue, whether the American people believe it or not, they believe it's the number one issue that the world is facing right now. I believe that to be true. And the second is the reason why so many voters are disappointed in this administration and their performance is because they feel as if this administration is not paying attention. That they they are so completely out of touch with the average American. When, when you look at I have a, I have in front of me not that this matters but a Trafalgar Group poll, um, uh, the Biden approval rate rating in a nationwide survey in a generic ballot, a Republican candidates win by a pretty big margin by five and a half points over candidate Democrat candidates, which doesn't necessarily matter much um, for the sake of this conversation. But the uh, overall, this is all voters included. Um, 50.2 percent of voters disapprove, strongly disapprove of the president. 4.6 disapprove. And so it's a 54.8 disapproval versus 39.3 approval, even broken down by party lines. Democrats still see him. They strongly approve him, which you're going to see along party lines. GOP strongly disapproves. But when you go to independent voters, there is a 58 and a half point disapproval rating and only 35 and a half approve. And it's because they're so out of touch. And let me give you the best example of that today. The White House, the White House is holding a party today to celebrate the Inflation Reduction Act. I hope you're laughing. I hope you're not punching your windshield. But that's what they're doing. Inflation goes up. The stock market is getting hammered. It's down 850 points right now. The Dow is. The Nasdaq is down. Um, it's it's a it's a going to be a rough day. 
Um, I'm not a doom and gloomer. I always believe American will America will prevail. We will persevere. But there is no discounting the bad things that are happening. So we are watching this administration continue with the idea of reducing uh, student loans, which is more money out of the government coffers. They are going to give a tax break to people also that are getting student loan reduction. Um, that's happening. While they're raising taxes on the job creators, they have empowered the EPA with uh, a lot more power than the Supreme Court said they could. That's going to end up back in court. Uh, we also know that here in Arizona, SRP has just approved a rate increase because of the huge prices they are paying for natural gas. That is a direct result of the number one thing I said about this administration and climate change. What they are doing to the fossil fuel industry. And we are we are all going to pay that price. And you know, I talk about the bright spots. I'm thankful for Arizona's economy. I'm thankful that it's stronger here than it is in other parts of the country. But there are people here <clears throat> that are hurting. We talk about how it affects everyday people. Um, and I, you know, I don't just listen to people that know the stock market. I talk to people across the spectrum of how it's being affected. I haven't. I've had conversations. With people at food banks over and over again, you know about my involvement and and making sure that no one goes hungry. If you're in a position to give, we always ask you to give now more than ever. Give intentionally if you can, because intentional giving is what's going to get us through this time. It's when people see a need, they, they usually find a way to fix it or find a way to help if they can. We have to be more intentional with our giving because what we are hearing last month. The uh, St. Mary's Food Bank, we did kind of a, a an emergency volunteer ask, which thank you to everybody that did it and continues to do it because last month – and they've been around for 55 years. I call them the OG. They are the original food bank. 55 years St. Mary's Food Bank has been around. August was their busiest month ever, ever. So more and more working families are not making ends meet. They can't keep a roof over their head. They can't keep fuel in their vehicle and food in their refrigerator. So they are finding themselves in need of these emergency food boxes. The lines are long. The need gets bigger and bigger and bigger because working families know that where we're seeing huge increases, gas prices are down. That's terrific. It really is. And I, I will. I don't shy away. Good news for America. I don't care if it's good news for the administration. I really don't. I don't want to see America fail. I, I I didn't vote for this president. I won't vote for him if he runs again. There's no doubt about where I stand politically. But watching the American working class fail or at least be hurt like they are, that's what gets me. You know, it's it, when you see someone that's hungry that refuses to do something about it, it's not that I don't feel bad for them. But I don't feel as bad for them as I do the working families that are trying to make ends meet and they still can't do it. When you see someone really trying, when you see people doing the right thing and they can't make ends meet, that bothers me. That should bother all of us. And working families that have spent the better part of their lives being the givers are finding themselves on the receiving end of this now. And that's going to be the reality for people because the biggest indicator, the biggest growth in inflation, the biggest cause of the inflation right now is the cost of food and the cost of shelter. Now, here in the Valley, the shelter issue is going to be an issue for quite a while. I've talked and it crosses over. We're going to talk about the border in a few minutes and it crosses over there where we have a resource available to us in this country. 
that we are a place everybody wants to come. We could turn our immigration problem into an immigration asset. We could help other parts of the world. Instead of shipping billions of dollars to some of these countries to stabilize their economy so people aren't coming to our border, we could use some of their people as employees in our country. We can pay them a very good wage. They can earn a living. They could send that money home, and they could help the industries here in Arizona that desperately need it. The construction industry is starving for employees, starving for employees right now. We're not building nearly enough homes to keep up with the demand. You want to drive down home prices or at least stop the amazing growth that we've seen? We've seen a stabilization, but as we talked with Dave Ramsey yesterday, certainly isn't going to crash because we are going to have a housing issue here. Not just home purchasers. That real estate market I'm talking about, the cooling off is there. Go out and try to find a place to rent for your family. Go and see what happens. Go out and look at what rent is for an average place for a family. It it is staggering how much rent costs. And that's what bothers me. We're not going to solve that problem overnight. The hunger issue we can all help with. But food prices are going to stay high. We are seeing housing prices staying high. And the White House is celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act. The fact that they called it that is a slap in the face. If you wanted to call it the uh, the Climate Act or whatever you wanted to call it, I still would disagree with it. But at least you're being honest about what it is. Once it passed, you had people going out and talking about it. And there was one – and I wish I had thought of it, but there's no point. There was a, a Democrat representative that was speaking to a group. And said um, the Inflation Reduction Act. That's what it's called. But what it really is is a cli- the biggest climate deal we've ever done. Back to my original point about this administration. So we are raising taxes on the job creators. We are hiring 87,000 more IRS agents for so that they can go out and get more tax money out of the American economy into the black hole of the federal government. And they are overregulating. And they're not going to stop. They are not going to slow down. So it is about policy for me. You know, it's not just about party. It's about policy. This administration is not listening to the American people. And if they go through with this party today, celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act, every news organization in the country ought to mock this all day long because it is absolutely out of touch with the American people. It's, it's going to be a big, a big day. Dow is now down 868, 69 points and climbing. We'll see how the day ends. In a moment, we have to talk about the border crisis because there are a couple of new things you need to hear. Border sheriffs begin speaking out because the vice president went on national television and said to Chuck Todd that the border is secure. Well, there's a lot of pushback. And there is a story out about farmers and ranchers in South Texas. Wait until you hear the stories they're telling. All that's coming up here in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. And we should do this every day. 
should be bad news over good music. We should do it every day. <laughs> um, we got to talk about the border. We're going to follow what's happening in the stock market. The Dow is down 868 points. Um, it's going to be a rough day in the stock market. The reaction to uh, higher inflation. Um, and so we're going to talk about this throughout the day. The other thing that's happened this week, the vice president of the United States was on with Chuck Todd and was talking about the border. He asked her if the border is secure. She said yes, in as much and went on with her word salad explanation. But she did say the border is secure in as much as it's a priority or whatever she said. So there's a response to this. This is uh, uh, Goliad County Sheriff Roy Boyd talking on Fox and Friends and had this response. The border is not closed. The border is wide open. In Texas, the Border Patrol is encountering over 100,000 illegal aliens on Texas soil every month. Border Patrol agents tell me that on a good day, they encounter between 8 and 15 percent of the number of people that actually come across. So you can take that number and figure out what's really coming across. It's an outstanding number of people. So this is back to my original <clears throat> two thoughts about the administration, that they are completely out of touch. And they are absolutely out of touch to, to regurgitate the same lie. And that's the problem here. Is it is a lie. They know they are. They know that the border is not secure. Their policies, they're not going to change. The honest thing to say would would be we are doing exactly what we believe is right and humane. I don't agree with that. But they are doing exactly what they had planned on doing. They are. This is the plan that this president talked about before he was president. So I want you to hear another comment from the from the sheriff as he talks about how many people have come into the country. I'm in a county of 7,400 people. We have multiple large-scale organizations that are smuggling these people through our our communities. I know one organization alone that in the last year and a half has brought over 26,000 illegal immigrants right through our jurisdiction on their way to Houston. This is, again, an issue that the entire country needs to talk about because it's affecting everyone. So then I, I talked about the human, uh, the humanity of this, the inhumanity of this policy. It is not more humane. They are not treating people humanely by what's happening. And I'm not talking about just the people on our side of the border. We know that the people are being used and abused that are coming here from all over the world. So there are people that are making their way to, to um to Mexico, and the cartels are bringing them the rest of the way here. They are coming from all over the world believing that this journey is going to be easy, and it isn't. They, uh, this whole thing is treacherous. Um, life for border ranchers. This is a story from Zero Hedge. Assaulted, dogs beaten, fences destroyed, and dead bodies. One rancher has found 17 bodies on his property this year, and three occasions he's had his young children with him. Here's a quote. How am I supposed to explain to a young child what a dead body is doing there, rotting, just laying there? Rancher and wildlife biologist Ben Binion said uh, in front of the in front of the Texas Senate committee, my kids shouldn't have to see that, especially on private property. There's, they're absolutely trashing our fences, he went on to say in another comment. I had to hire a full-time employee who spends 40 hours a week fixing fences and picking up trash. That's literally all he does. I've actually moved my wife and kids off the ranch due to safety reasons. I don't want to put them in that danger. 
These are quotes from a rancher. Um, We have been cussed at, threatened, had rocks and sticks thrown at us. Our dogs have been beaten on multiple occasions by illegals. Uh, In the past, we have not had these issues. For the first time, I'm receiving phone calls asking if it's safe to come hunt. We've had countless hunters... Hunts ruined by illegals. We've had our ranch truck stolen. The amount of trash on our property is completely disgusting. We have tons and tons of backpacks, bottles, and trash bags. Probably about 200,000 gallons of fresh water has just been wasted and poured out onto the ground. Well, we can just keep going on. It's become a dangerous, dangerous thing to live every night of your life wondering. I sleep with pistols under my pillow, pistols in every room, pistols in my nightstand. It's just crazy. These are quotes from ranchers. These are American citizens who are counting on the federal government to do their job to protect their land and to not have to have their children see bodies laying in the desert or on their ranch land. And this, again, is part of the issue. It's not just the Americans. How dangerous is this? 750 people plus now in in America – or have died in America that are crossing the border illegally and nothing's being done. I've told this story before. We here in the city of Phoenix, in the hot summer months when it crosses 105 or whatever the threshold is, we shut down the hiking trails to protect hikers from themselves. These are people largely that don't know Arizona very well. They're people that come here that are overcome with heat and they don't understand how bad it can get and how fast it can get bad. But it also protects the first responders from having to climb up those trails and get people and protect them and rescue them. So it protects everybody. We put those rules in place in the city of Phoenix. Look what they're doing at the border. How much more dangerous is that crossing? 750 people dead. The most dangerous land crossing in the world. And this administration said this week, border secure. Just keep that in mind. Gatos joins me in a moment. It's our big Q poll question of the day. It's coming up, so please stick around for it. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Hey, it's great to have me on the show. It is. It's, I, I'm, I'm so thrilled you're back oh, in town. I know. I know you missed me. I did. You didn't even see me yesterday. I'm almost tan. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I'm jealous of your vacations because you guys take great pictures when you're out of town. And you guys, I don't know who picks, if it's you or your wife, but you stay at some cool places. Well, who do you think? I, you think I'm picking this kind of stuff? I, what am I? I don't know anything. I don't know. No, my wife likes to pick, uh, you know, some some cool places to go. And uh, yeah, we had a good uh, we had a good a good vacation. We went to Kauai. Never been there before. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was my 49th birthday. Thanks for you know texting me happy. Oh, that's right, you did. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm a 49 now, and now I'm 10. I will make a big deal when you join the 50 club with uh-huh. me. Then I'll make a big deal. All right. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that, by the way. You know what was weird for me was um, 29 was hard for me. 30 was tough Thir- for me. 30 wasn't. By the time I got to 30, I was over it. But oh. 29 was a disaster for me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, now, now I beg for 20. I'm wearing clothes older than 29, I think. Yeah. I know, seriously. Oh. I had a shirt on yesterday that I think I had 25 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fit like it used to, by the way. <laughs> so that's that's not good. But uh, I got a good cue for you. Let's hear I'm it. I'm sure you've been talking about this. Okay. Uh, it's official. Katie Hobbs has decided not to debate Carrie Lake. Yep. Uh, I think, A, it's a great move. Debates have become unwatchable. 
Or B, bad move, she's scared. Uh, I don't really know what Katie Hobbs is, because I've told you this before. Uh, I'm not a Republican. I'm not uh, a Democrat. I'm a skeptic. I'm not voting for Carrie Lake. She thinks the 2020 election was stolen. I'm not voting for her. Uh, but I don't know if I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs, and I'm leaning on no. I, I, I might sit this one out, man, because she's not impressing me either. It's so funny you say that. I had this conversation with somebody just yesterday that I wonder how many independent voters will go to the polls but leave which races blank. Yeah. And I wonder this if that's one. You know? This this might be one because I I've said on the air I'm tired of voting for the I always say the less worser candidate the less worser uh, yeah good yeah. word it, it's not a word I think I made it up <laughs> you did uh, yes I did but are, are we all tired of that like this these are the two best that we have and I don't think they're they're good at all I don't think either one is good at all um, and you know it's like all right I don't like this one but that doesn't mean I'm going to vote for the I get you know, it I don't I don't like Carrie Lake but that doesn't mean I'm going to vote for Katie Hobbs yet because she hasn't gotten my vote what has she done to get my vote and that's nothing that's why nothing and that's why that question is such a great one um i look forward to tomorrow's question you uh they've been very timely very good questions yes yes i will be here tomorrow on time all right thanks man see ya that's gatos and the big q poll question today brought to you by your valley toyota dealers coming up just after nine o'clock mesa public schools giving big raises to their teachers to keep the good ones we'll talk about the implications of that coming up